every morning Arabile Gomede and Nastasia Aronsa on Classic Business. Breakfast with MoneyWeb. It's just gone seven minutes after seven and joining us in studio to talk more in depthly on the markets is Greg Davies, who's the head of wealth at Kratos Capital. Greg, thank you so much for your time. During the latter part of last week, when you looked at the global market picture, it suddenly weirdly turned a little bit negative. And for me watching that, it just, I suppose, reinforced how uh, investors are quite sensitive to any changes in the narrative around the US-China trade developments. What was your take on what happened, let's say, both on the global and the local side? Yeah, like as Ari Billy pointed out in the opening, the, uh, the big story last week w- was Sassel. Um, the share price being clattered down from around 412 Rand back to th- around 386, even though they said they were going to increase earnings. Um, but yeah, interesting what you were saying on the, on the general markets. Um, suddenly towards the end of the week, sort of risk off. The JSC sold off. We're back to 53,200. And for foreign markets looking again at um, US-China negotiations, that seems to be looking less and less likely that something positive will be resolved in the short term. On the uh, the topic of Sasol, I think it was about four months ago that uh, investors were told that the Lake Charles chemical plant is on track and it'll cost about, I think, $11.1 billion. But now it it comes across as though, you know, the costs may run up. Um, From your perspective, what's the big concern for you uh, when we're talking Sasol and that uh, chemical plant? Yeah, the co- the cost overruns, and I mean, it's in dollars, and the amount of money. I think the big figure is about 140 billion South African rands been spent there, 94 uh, percent completed. But also, they'll be going into the gas space in the U.S., and most of those gas energy companies in the U.S. are trading at discounts to their net asset value. So maybe the market saying, okay, you've got this project, it might have overrun, you're 94% complete, but once it's up and running, it doesn't mean, you know, that, that there's going to be plain sailing in terms of share price from there. I mean, projects overrun all the time. Um, from your experience, I mean, looking at Sasol over the many years, you've probably have paid attention to it. Um, do they have a track record of delivering projects on time? Well, th- this is the biggest. I mean, and that was always the thing, the execution risk, as they call it. This, this is the biggest project. That they've, you know, obviously, they need to diversify away from coal here in South Africa, converting to oil. But this, they, don't, they have a track record of getting most things done locally. But this is the first foray into the U.S. Um, I, you know, they, they have to give investors comfort that uh, this, this can come to an end soon. Okay, Sasol, uh, disappointing on that front. News perhaps last week that made you smile? Yeah, well, just just <laughs> Manchester United, really. Um, and the state of the nation was quite quite positive. Yeah. I thought Mr. Ramaphosa had some some good ideas. Um, you're cracking down on corruption, break breaking up of Eskom, so that certainly was a positive. Okay, looking into this week, we've got quite a few numbers coming out: be it uh, Kuro, Goldfields, Harmony, Italtal, Discam, City Lodge, Amira, uh, Resilient, uh, as well. I think they're also due to report numbers this week. Which one of those will you be paying close? Um, probably in terms of the the, the data, the, the retail sales data, which will be coming out on, on Wednesday. Um, you know, we've sort of picked up from Shoprite's numbers, pick and pay, spa, all of those. The numbers have been poor, so we we just need to see: are, are they cannibalizing? Are they taking business away from each other, or is the consumer just spending a lot less? Um, on the results front, probably resilience be quite interesting. I see a, a headline on the business day. 
today about resilience, saying the investigation by the FSCA will take another six months to resolve. So it's going to be interesting to see the numbers that they put out. But they are working. I think the last I checked, they had their own um, investigation running alongside uh, the FSCA's one. Um, I'm supposed the uncertainty around resilient will probably drag on towards uh, the rest of 2019. It's interesting, and there is so much uncertainty. There was a letter written by, I think, 10 investing institutions to them asking for some answers. There's question marks against the company, but the share price has slowly been recovering, certainly on resilience. The other one which was attacked was the Nepi Rock Castle, which is in the stable. That was attacked by Viceroy, and and they they attacked it when the share price was around 116, but it's powered its way back to about 126. So sort of (laughs) up to its name, it really is resilient, that group. (laughs) Right. Okay, then, uh, so we've mentioned uh, Resilient. Any of the others? Discam uh, seems to be the one most people would look out for as well. Yeah, certainly, because, you know, the, the big fight in, in that space is between clicks and Discam. The click share price has been very, very strong. Discam share price, not so much. And the market is wondering why that's happening. Theoretically, they're in the, in the same space. So market will be holding its breath for those numbers. Okay, looking at the global uh, picture that is information or news that you're going to be keeping an eye on. Brexit is still looming in the background. We still have U.S.-China trade relations. And the last I checked, I don't know, maybe this narrative may have changed a bit. President Trump saying that he might not meet with Xi Jinping on March 1st. And I think that scared investors a little bit. Yes, I think that was the beginning of of the sort of negative sentiment that that we saw. I mean, it it was a really strange week because we started off Monday quite weak. Then Tuesday, Wednesday, the the all share pushed to to highs for the year. We're back well over 54,000. It looked like 55,000 was possible. Then Thursday, Friday, sell off back to 53,244. So we, what you're picking up there is a lack of confidence in equity markets in general, perhaps triggered by Mr. Trump, but we followed the world markets lower. It's also been a quiet week because China's had Chinese New Year, and so we haven't been able to see the share price of 10 cents and all of that. So I'm looking forward to all of them coming back online this week. Here's somebody we haven't spoken about in a long time, Arby Lynn. I take full responsibility for this one none other than my one of my favorite people elon musk so (laughs) yeah you've certainly been slacking on that one so uh news out of the wall street uh journal saying that tesla is cranking out uh the model threes uh it now has to service them as a lot of the tesla owners are complaining about long waits for repairs and elon musk says improving maintenance is a priority this year here's a question it's a bit of a fun question for you guys have you ever thought about purchasing a tesla and would you purchase one if it were to be available in the south african market I think it's too. It, it might be too pricey for me. But if I could afford it and all those details, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I'm not 100% sure. I think I'm not convinced on, on the whole thing yet. Really? Why? Yeah. You've never been convinced about Bitcoin or cryptocurrency. So can, um... you, can you blame me? <laughs> <Yeah>. as well? <laughs> With good reason, I think, on that front. <laughs> Greg, a Tesla? No, I, I think especially for the innovators, sometimes you have to leave them. I would wait for Mercedes or BMW without being a snob to, to, to get into electric vehicles and then, and then go that route. <laughs> All right. We'll have to leave it there. But Greg uh, Davies is still with us throughout the show. He's from Kratos Capital.